0: Hi all, my name is Morgan Willis and this is The Wandering Student, a podcast where you and I hear stories from Hobart and William Smith students who are currently studying abroad and those who have returned from studying abroad. Join me in learning about these students' experiences through the stories they share with us. Today we are hearing a story from Elise Donovan. Why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Um, Hello, my name is Elise. I am a senior, um, a double major in international relations and environmental studies with a minor in Spanish and Hispanic studies. And I studied abroad most recently this past semester, um, the fall of 2021 in um, Sevilla, Spain. And then I have also completed a short-term study abroad in Sikkim, India, northern India, um, the summer after my freshman year.
0: That's so cool. That is so awesome. Um, Why don't you tell us the story you brought for us today? I'm very excited.
1: Yeah. Um, So I think the first thing that kind of came to mind, I mean, when I think of my study abroad experience, I think a lot about my host family and just kind of like the benefits that they brought and like how welcoming of a family that they were. And, um, so I was actually given the opportunity by my host mom to host Thanksgiving at my apartment. (gasps) Oh, that's so cool. And it it was, it was so much fun, but the process was a little bit more difficult than I had (laughs) thought. And I mean, I guess I was just going to say kind of like how it happened, but she like, I feel like it was like the second week we'd gotten there. Um, she was like, Oh, like, I can't wait to meet all your guys' friends. Like, like, all your guys is, like, guy friends. She was funny like that. But she's, like, and having them all over here at some point. And I remember being, like, I didn't think you could really go to other people's homestays. But she seemed very for it. And um, so she was, like, you know, actually, like, I know Thanksgiving is, like, a big American holiday. She's, like, maybe you have it here. And I was, like, I, I assumed she was kind of joking. And I was, like, oh, you know, okay. Um... And we, they kind of forgot about it for a few weeks. And then it was getting closer. And she was like, have you thought about Thanksgiving? And I was like, oh. Don't really
0: I... think about, like, celebrating Thanksgiving right. when you're not here with right. your, like, friend,
1: family. And it was something where I just, I, I honestly wasn't feeling all that homesick either. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like, I need Thanksgiving. Like, I was just kind of like, you know, that's why yeah. I'm abroad. I want to have Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's fine.
0: It's fine. It's not something that, like, we're emotionally attached to, like, certain right. religious
1: holidays. Right. But It's also was... arbitrary. <laughs> right, now. <laughs> messed up. And, like, generally I was like. I mean, sure, but she was, like, she started to press it. She's, Mm -hmm. like, I think you really need to let people know that you're hosting Thanksgiving. And I was, like, okay. (laughs) And she's, like, obviously, I will not do any of the cooking. I will bake a pie. And I was, like, she's, like, but that's it. Just a pie. (laughs) So I'm going to
0: push you to do this thing, but you have to do all the cooking.
1: And I was kind of, like, okay. Uh, And she's, like, maybe you just have people sign up for dishes. And I was kind of, like, but then those people also don't really have access to kitchens. Because pretty much all my friends lived in homestays, except for a few of them who lived in, like, the Residencia-type Living style, which is like an apartment, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of like, I mean, it's harder in that yeah. way, and I, um, and also, so I lived in a homestay with two other um, HWS girls, Britta Wilkerson and Sydney Schultz, and both of them that week had family visiting, so oh, Britta's
0: so just even more of an ordeal. Yeah,
1: Britta's sister was, um, it was just her twin sister. She it was supposed to be her whole family, but it ended up just being her twin sister coming to visit, and she was staying in the apartment, but Sydney was staying in another. Airbnb with her family, and so Sydney was kind of like, "I'm not gonna make it to Thanksgiving, sorry," but like, like she just couldn't because she was with her family and they were doing a big meal out. And Britta was kind of like, "You know, I can obviously help with everything, but like, I do, I am showing my sister around, so it's kind of like, okay, so it is, you know, it's kind of become a me thing." And like mm-hmm. at this point, and I remember I had to put out the invitation to like all my friends, like you know, a couple weeks early because API also plans like, uh, Thanksgiving dinner out at a restaurant for everybody. Interesting. And I was kind of like, wow, there's so many Thanksgiving plans. (laughs) And my family was like, I'm sure you're not doing anything. And I'm like, actually,
0: (laughs) actually, I'm doing it all. (laughs)
1: Actually, I literally have like eight different options that I could do. I have like seven Thanksgiving dinners. Yeah. And then it's like, not a lot of people, again, really cared about it. So a lot of people were going away on trips too, like on Mm. that Thursday. So I was kind of like, like, I need, you know, I need a lot of people to come because my host mom was so excited about it. I was like, but people have trips, people are going to the API dinner, and all this stuff. But so I, like, I, I started planning, and I was like, okay, this has got to be good and big. And um, so I invited some random people, even, some, like, friends of mine that I knew from school. They weren't random, but, like, people I weren't wasn't, like, you know, in my immediate close friend group. So I was planning, and I, you know, I invited some girls from on Erasmus' trip, and I kind of had to, you know, make a big group chat out of these people. And I was like, guys, you know, I'm really excited to have everyone over, but I can't cook everything. My husband won't cook everything. So, like, we need to, you know, make a list of what people Mm -hmm. can bring. Delegate and figure it out. Delegate, figure it out. And I was kind of like, this is going to be hard considering there's not American (laughs) foods and these people don't have kitchens and we can't keep things warm. And so it just, like, so I decided... Oh, my
0: God, the recipes are going to be in different measurements based on, like, what... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like,
1: this... This is gonna be complicated, but I need to, cause like I wanted can it to dick. be fun, but I was also like, this is getting really stressful, mm-hmm. and so I was like, where can I get some more American foods that like you know what? I'll just make like the turkey, and mm-hmm. or like I'll make. Where are you gonna get a turkey? Right. I was like, well, I'll make that turkey. That's something you have in Spain. What else did I say I wanted to make? I was like, I'll make turkey, and then I was like, oh, I'll also get some vegetables, maybe some more desserts, and I was like, but I don't think any of the Spanish grocery stores will have it, and so I was like, but there is a Costco, and so I a Costco Ubered to Costco. And it was like a twenty-five minute Uber and like thirty Euros, like thirty members. Oh it was expensive. Yeah. And I was to alone. Costco. Oh <laughs> my adventure to Costco. <laughs> I was like, but I need to get these things. And so I go there oh. and they had a good amount of stuff. And there were people there getting turkeys for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. And I was kind of like, okay. And I couldn't really find where they'd gotten the turkeys, but there was a rotisserie chicken. And I was like, you know what? This is fine. This this can do. This, this could be can our do. Spanish turkey. Yeah. And so I got the rotisserie chicken, I got some like frozen vegetables, I got some more desserts, and a few other things, and I put them in this, you know, this giant cart, and then I was going up to the cash register, and like the woman, like obviously like in Spanish, she's like, Okay, like your Costco card. And when I was coming into oh the Costco, no. they were like, Do you have a card? And I was like, No. They're like, Oh then go in this entrance And I was like, Okay. And I just was like, oh, this is the special stuff. I can't get access to this stuff, but I can get access to this stuff. But I think they were directing me to get the Costco card. So I went up to the (gasps) counter with, like, so much stuff. And they were like, you can't get this without a Costco card. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. And I couldn't get anything. I had to put everything back. And I was like, and it was, like, an hour and a half until people were, like, coming. And I was like, oh, my God. And, like, maybe not an hour, probably, like, two hours. But I was like... What do you I don't do know now? what to do. What do, do and so then I like Ubered. I was like, I can't pay the whole Uber back. I like got was so expensive. So I did like halfway, and then um, that's like I was like in the middle of Sevilla. I was still like a forty-five minute walk home. But I was like, maybe there's just rotisserie chickens in the stores or something. And apparently there there was. There was a lot of oh gosh, pollo asado. Like like little pop up rotisserie chicken shops. Oh, my God. It was, like, serendipitous. Yeah, there was a lot of them. There was one right near my apartment, like, literally feet from my apartment. And I was like, okay. And so I biked a lot in Sevilla. So I biked home. Or I biked to one grocery store, and I got some frozen vegetables and, like, some bread, I think. And then I biked to the rotisserie chicken store, and I got the rotisserie chicken. And and I was just so tired. And I finally, like, got home. And I was like – it was my typical lunchtime. But then my host parents did not – have any lunch ready because they were like, Thanksgiving, like that's the big meal. And so I was like hungry and I was like sitting there with a rotisserie chicken in my room and I was like, this is going to be a mess. And my roommates were both gone because like they were like with their families. And I was like, oh, I was like, no, we just need to, you know, we need to rally. We, yeah. need, to, we need to keep this chicken warm. We need to do all this stuff. and So I would gotten back from the failed Costco trip and I was just like, I was hungry and I was like, oh, you know, it's lunchtime at least. I'll get some lunch. But I think my host parents had thought because we made schedules of our days that like because of Thanksgiving was later and like my other roommates had family I wouldn't eat lunch that day so I was just like really hungry sitting in my room like could smell and I'm a vegetarian but I could smell the chicken and I was like oh and it was like grossing me out but I had to keep it warm because I was like an hour and a half at that point probably till the start of, of when people were coming and I was just like very stressed I'm like my, oh my, my roommates were home but I was like okay I was like no we're just gonna rally like keep going we'll go, be fine like we need people to like have fun and you know enjoy this and so I waited for my roommate to get back and her twin sister and I was kind of nervous because we weren't really allowed to use the kitchen and obviously she said we could
0: I was curious about that because you kept saying how like they hadn't prepared you food and stuff, and I was yeah. like, are, is, are you not allowed to use the kitchen space? Like, are there, what were the rules in relation to that? And was that, like, any of the rules specific for your house, or were they all homestays?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's all homestays. I think you kind of just forego, unless you have a specialized plan. Like, my friend who studied abroad in France... She had to prepare her own food because she had very specific dietary restrictions. But with the Sevilla homestays, no one was allowed to use their kitchen and independently make food for the most part. I think because it's like, you know, that's part of the service you're paying for is that they're going to provide you with meals. And so you just need to be pretty specific about, like, when you want to eat. But it it was unlikely that people in our group were able to use their kitchen. But... If you, like,
0: wanted a snack, were you able to go in there? Or, like, were, did you really only rely on, like, the times when they would prepare food as...
1: I would pretty much rely on the times that they prepared food. And I think that was something that a lot of girls on our trip didn't like at all. And it's not like our host mom was would always tell stories where she was like, certain homestay mothers are so strict and certain homestay families, they'll lock their cabinets so that kids will not have, like... Um, access to snacks and she's like we would never do that and like we we could have certain snacks but they didn't have a lot of snacky foods and like it's not like we were uncomfortable going in but it was kind of like you know we knew we were getting certain meals and so like we'd have a few snacks in our room but yeah we pretty much relied on their cooking interesting which for me it wasn't a big deal because I'm not like the biggest snacker but there was two girls on my trip in their homestay where they were like I it's driving me crazy that I don't really have like a lot of access to snacks Mm
0: -hmm. um but you were able to plan when you guys had meals. Yeah. So, like, if, if a time, it was, like, obvi- it was not inconvenience
1: to you to be able to, like, feed yourself. No. No. It That's was I, I There wasn't, like, ever a time where I was, like, hungry or, like, was, like, oh, I wish I could have food. I mean, I could always go out and get food. The only thing that was a little inconvenient about that was, like, I didn't spend as much time going to restaurants and seeing, mm. like, a lot of, the, like, the local cuisine because... It was a bit difficult to coordinate, like, oh, we don't need dinner this night. We don't need dinner this night. With my, And not that she wasn't, like, super accommodating. it just, it was always, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's easier to just eat at home. Yeah. It's more yeah. economically feasible. To, but you know, they gave
0: you all three meals?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, breakfast, I guess we did kind of make on our own. We'd make toast, and then we had apples and stuff. So mm-hmm. they don't really do breakfast in Spain. They also don't really do dinner either. So our host parents would never eat dinner with us. Um, because... They, like, only eat lunch? They only eat, like, a really big lunch, and they hardly eat breakfast, and they just have a really big lunch at the middle of the day, and then they'll have, like, a little snack, like, for ne- for dinner, but they would n- never once did they sit down, uh, maybe one time, but hardly ever do they sit down and eat dinner with us, That's which so was so interesting. weird. They were like, yeah, we don't do lunch or breakfast here, like you guys do in it's the like, U.S. I'm
0: like, for me, I'm like, are they just not hungry? Like, I don't They're understand. They're just not
1: hungry. I think it's because they have a lot of appetite suppressants, because their diet is... coffee and smoking. So I think that's part of it too, is it's like you're walking around the streets. And I always said this to my family because I thought it was the biggest thing. There's like a hundred restaurants, like there's a restaurant on every corner, but every table you look, there's no food. It's just a bunch of little cups of coffee, like empty cups of coffee, and then people smoking. And it's so different because I feel like, I was like, maybe this is a European thing, but then it's like you go to Italy, and, like, people were eating. Like, they enjoy food. But Spain, they just don't really enjoy food. It's
0: not the same thing. Food. Yeah, because in Italy, like, you, you, you'd you see all those things. But right. they'd have, like, little food around. Yeah. And it might be a southern Spain thing. Because right. my one of my best friends is from uh, Barcelona. And, like, I definitely could tell that they were making more food because I was there. Yeah. And they are half Danish. So, like, they, they had their, their dad eats, like... more than yeah but the mom would never eat and i'd be like so weird out and i totally know what you mean with the coffee thing yeah like i'd go into places and they'd look at me weird when i'd like order food yeah and i'm like i'm sorry i'm literally starving and
1: alcohol it was always alcohol drinks coffee smoking and i was just exactly no they were like that you could tell that we were americans as soon as we'd all order our own plate of food they'd always be like what is wrong? My from? gosh, just, sh- like, share a small plate and, we, and we're drink and hungry. Hungry. What are you so doing? <laughs> I, this is, like, a different story, and I don't know if this is too much of a tangent, but my host sister, her name was Maria, but mm-hmm. they called her Gorda, which meant. Which is provocatory. Which, uh, which means, but, like, you know, like. It depends. It, yeah, it depends. <laughs> but then they were all, they would make comments about mm-hmm. her eating, even though she, I wasn't eating a lot, but like, I think they're just very attuned to uh, it. Very attuned to it. They just, they all don't eat very much. The, the, the girls in Spain, I was always like, oh my goodness. But
0: that's so interesting um, because I, and that, that used to be my nickname when I was younger, um, because I have a part of my family's Cuban. Um, and speak Spanish, and so they would refer to me as that, but yeah. it was coming from a very different space, but it's right. like, interesting when you think about, like, the lack of feeding themselves Yeah,
1: the Spanish culture has, right. yeah. it's like,
0: well, it plays a big role into the way they, like, associate with certain things. Yeah,
1: they, I mean, they just were always like, it's just crazy, like, all we do in spain is share food and share plates They're like put up in america you guys always want your own thing i ordered this you ordered that and i'm just kind of like i guess you know i like the culture of sharing but mm-hmm. they still they still weren't sharing food they weren't eating anything so it's <laughs> like I mean you're kind of sharing like a tiny plate of nuts here and there but a plate um, of nuts is not the same no, thing as food no it's not and like I squirrel food we would have the only time I'd ever seen my whole family consistently eat was when we had paella on Sundays and that was it other than that they like they would never eat the food that we eat I mean not that they wouldn't They'd have it as leftovers sometimes, but, like, they just weren't sitting down and eating.
0: Interesting. So. But in regards to this eating thing, I think that totally goes on to finish our story about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, you you had said that your house, um, your host parents were, um, <clears throat> had people over mm-hmm. because of it. Yeah. It was, well, they just, had people
1: They had people over a lot. They were very social. They were both <laughs> retired, and they were always having parties and, and things. And um, I was just kind of like, oh, my gosh, they're having a party right now, like, we need to get ready, and like, not that, you know, they had made the spaces all clean for me and stuff, but I was just like, I was like, oh, people are coming over, I was just getting, like, anxious, I think, um, but, I mean, so I ended up preparing the vegetables, and at one point, my roommate's sister, her twin sister was visiting, was making the vegetables, and my host mom came over, and she was like, it's like, you've never made food before in your life, She's like, you have to move the pan. she was like, <laughs> she's like she was like, Rita, because that was how she taught, she was like, do you, like, do you even know how to cook, like, she She was like, oh, okay. I don't think she really trusted our cooking abilities. um, And she like, but anyway, everyone ended up bringing all the dishes that they were supposed to. And one girl managed to make stuffing and it was so good. And like my host mom after, she put it in the fridge for leftovers and my host brother ate like all of it. And she was like, what was that? Delicious dish that you had. It was like, and my host brother trying to it. he's like, it was kind of like bread and, and like they had no idea what it was. they like, it was so weird, but it was so good. And they're like, please get me that recipe. And so I was able to get them the stuff and recipe. It's so simple. But um, yeah, people what else foods do we have? We had mashed potatoes mm-hmm. um that um people from the residencia made. Um, we had mac and cheese, which my host mom actually did make. Because, like, last second, I was like, maybe we need some mac and cheese. And she was like, Mac and cheese, Thanksgiving? Is that a thing? And I was like, To
0: some kinda. people. I was honestly some curious. People. I was like, Because everyone has very distinctive, like, Thanksgiving meals. Yeah. And I was curious what ones were the ones that you guys all kind of brought together. Because I think everyone from whatever their cultures are, like, they're going to have different Thanksgiving meals. Yeah. It was, it
1: was honestly, I think it was just what everyone could find mm-hmm. in, in the stores and stuff. But, um, and then my host dad made the pumpkin pie and it was very strange pumpkin pie. It was, it was really weird, but it was good. And I remember my mom was like, this is not how it looked in the pictures. <laughs> but we used it for another girl on our trips. 21st, it was her 21st birthday that day. And so we put the candles on it and lit that. Oh, that's awesome. And then someone else brought another cake or pie. And, um, we were all sitting and like eating in our living room and my host mom comes in and she just is like, Everybody photos and she just starts taking photos of like all these people sitting and eating and she was so proud and so excited she like she told all of her friends the next day and um no it was quite a success that's awesome and it was super it was stressful just because i was like oh it suddenly feels like this is all on me and like you know all these people this is their only thanksgiving and like i was just i was just nervous that people were probably really missing home and it was something mm-hmm. that. um that was going to be really meaning to them, meaningful for them in some way. And, and everyone ended up having a really positive experience. And I think there were some people who were a little nervous about coming because they were mm-hmm. like, I feel like maybe it would make me even more sad. And I wasn't really feeling homesick, honestly, at all. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, everyone was like, this is just what I needed. And it just made me feel better. And um, the food was, it w- it was good. And, and, and people hadn't had home-cooked meals. I mean, I guess they did because of homestays. But it was different. It felt yeah. like more American and yeah. stuff. And so people like that. And, um, my homestead, my host mom was like, she was, I think she was sad that there wasn't as many guys there because she was excited <laughs> to see the interaction, but she asked one of the funny interactions. She walked in and there was a guy there and she was like, Oh, she was like, you have so many girls here to choose from. And he was like, Oh, only the one. Cause he was dating a girl on our trip <laughs> and she was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but she's so funny. Yeah. She... And everyone – it was also really cool because I was the only homestay that everyone else got to see because I didn't get to go into really any of my other friends' homestays. And so everyone was like, this – I mean, we had a really nice apartment, but I didn't really realize it was really nice until everyone got there. And they were like – they're like, have you counted how many bathrooms are in this one-floor apartment? And I was like, I guess I haven't thought about it. They're like, five. And I was like – We've counted. We know. And I was like, oh, wow. And they're like, this is your room? And I was like, yeah. And it's like – it is weird in that way, because I think there's a diversity of homestays, mm-hmm. and I didn't really think about that, but um, I that think everyone really had nice though. homestays, but they were just, it was just interesting to see all, like, you know, it's not like... The variation Yeah, there's just a lot of variation spaces, mm-hmm. and there's um, one people, like, you know, one set of our friends had an entire apartment complex, so there's, they it was like three floors with an in-person gym, like, so it's just like, I they, they, we never got to see the inside, of, I mean, I peeked in once, but I never got to see the inside of that, but...
0: That's kind of crazy. Yeah, but no.
1: people really liked our house and, and our host dog. People liked our host dog a lot, too. Oh, you had a host yeah, dog? Yeah, we had a little um, Yorkie named Uva.
0: After. That's means so great in Spanish, people loved Uva. I yeah. totally wish I had a dog
1: when I was yeah. abroad. Yeah,
0: uh, I loved it. I would have... I miss my dog terribly, so it would have been wonderful. Yeah. <clears throat> what other things about the your time in Sevilla were really meaningful to you? Like, is there, like one specific place that you hold special into your heart that may be other
1: than the apartment that you stayed in? Hmm. Um. I think it was interesting. So my mom studied abroad in Sevilla when she was in high school. And so, she, not in high school, in college. And so she would tell me a lot about places that she liked or she remembered. And um, she ended up having two homestays, but her first one was in Triana, which was another subsection of the city um, that was, like, pretty close to mine, and it was just, like, a really beautiful place, and she just would always talk about it and be like, Triana, and she, it acted like it was, like, a whole city in itself, and it was more just, like, a neighborhood, but um, that was always a really cool part of Sevilla. I didn't spend as much time as I'd wanted to because it's far, it was really far from all my friends' homestays, um, but generally... I mean, I had a ton of fun going to different coffee shops. That was something that I I loved, and like I would just go, I would walk for you know an hour to find some mm-hmm. random coffee shop, and it was always so good and nice, and that was really relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that about Spain. Yeah, it you can always find a, You always find a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and I became like obsessed with carrot cake. Because they love their carrot cake. I mean, I was
0: about to ask: Is there like a specific food of uh southern Spain that is
1: like? Not carrot cake. I wouldn't say as southern. <laughs> but Spain, I but do like carrot I cake. Do love too. Carrot, cake. carrot cake? Is amazing. <laughs> and anytime I like, I I mean, our classes weren't like super difficult. But if I had a hard class or test, I'd be like, time for my carrot cake. Size <laughs> so I need to treat myself <laughs> to my coffee. <laughs>
0: And was it carrot cake, like, alone, or did it have, like, icing on it top? It had icing. Cream cheese icing? Yes. Well, yes. as it should be, always. Always. I actually That's why i like... I actually have a carrot cake
1: and cream cheese <laughs> <laughs> cupcake in my backpack right now. I'm obsessed with carrot cake. I, and it was because of Spain. Like, I, I, I used to kind of like it, but then I was, like... It was just always the one thing that I was, like, you know... I don't know what these other desserts are, but I know carrot cake. And not that the other ones... Are probably, I mean, they all look delicious, mm-hmm. but I became very interested in carrot mm-hmm. cake. My parents loved it so much, it was their wedding cake. Oh my gosh! I was literally thinking about that the other day. I was like, I think carrot cake should be my wedding cake because
0: it's good. I feel like it's like it's like dynamic in a way. Yes. It's like awesome. It's yes. not just vanilla.
1: No. You're different. You're special. You're carrot cake. it's just like the frosting. It does make it.
0: Oh, one hundred percent. Because
1: I think that's what I don't love about some other cakes is it's like the very, like the variety of frosting. Like sometimes I really don't like it. Sometimes I really do. But mm-hmm. like I never know. But with carrot cake, it's so consistent.
0: Mm-hmm. But is, you had, ate a lot of carrot cake before you were there, but is there any like distinctive like
1: food cuisine that's very special to Sevilla that you liked? I mean, it's easy to say. I think paella is definitely special to southern Spain. Um, and that was just that was a unique tradition just because we got I mean, not unique tradition, but it was unique in the sense that we would get to have our paella Sunday afternoon dinner our, like big lunch things and that was the only time we'd ever sit and eat with our whole host family and so that was just like really special and like kind of the way like seeing them eat it and like the different kind of like habits that they got into like the different dressings they'd have and um I don't know that was just always like a special like ritual we got to be a part of I I really liked um tortilla de patatas which is just like a big potato pie and that's it's I love that. it's not super flavorful, but it was like it was just very consistent. And my host mom would make it like a good amount because Is I'm it
0: kind of like tortilla española. Yes,
1: yeah. It's the
0: same thing. Yes. Okay, I I was gonna say I was like no, yeah, same thing. In Spain, I feel like they definitely cook the same thing because yeah. that was a huge deal. Yeah. in Barcelona, and yeah. I love it. No. very good at making it.
1: it. Really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. It's my host mom's like it, it can be difficult to make.
0: Uh huh. I have to like. Um, when my so my friend who lives in Barcelona was a host she came and stayed with m- me in Vermont when I was a junior okay. so she studied abroad in high school and she you know, she would make it to a it for us once and it was such an ordeal yeah. so you had to like flip it right and there was like we were just yeah. holding all the plates it was like a five people Activity. Yeah. She made one that was way too big, and she kept being like, "Oh my goodness!" Cursing in Spanish. It's too big. It's too big. We, we're taking on too much. Yeah. Um, but it was good no matter what. And now I've gotten pretty good at making it. It's wow. like very, very particular of how I made it. But that was something when I made when I was abroad that was like a special thing for me, which yeah. I thought was just so interesting because, yeah. like, I, I mean, I was abroad in a country that didn't eat it, and then I was making something that was not even culturally mine right it's just so interesting yeah
1: it's just whatever you connect to
0: yeah but that is so good
1: yeah it was interesting because i mean i had told my host mom beforehand that i was vegetarian and but my other roommate had was dairy and red meat she couldn't have so there was just a lot it was it was a little difficult to coordinate meals but so I think the variety for vegetarian foods in Spain is limited. So we'd have a lot of, um, like, gazpacho, um, garbanzo beans. And so it wasn't like – were. I, I enjoyed them. But yeah. I think um, my other roommate was kind of like, I wish we had a, few, a bit more meat options. But they would have some stuff, and then I would um, just take the meat out or something mm-hmm. like that. But croquetas – are really good. Oh, are really that's what
0: they good. are called. I'm sitting here being like, they're Spanish adanchities, and I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, and that. Like the fried. Ugh, oh, so, so good. so good. Yeah, literally to die for. Yeah. Um, what was the other question I had? And I totally forgot on it. Um, were there any like certain like things that like you uh, would go do as that group that like you'd invite to like uh, Thanksgiving that like were maybe separate from, like, the, like, program stuff? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, We really loved picnics. We got really into picnics. Um, So we would just, like, grab a group of people and grab, like, a few things from the store and then just, you know, sit out and chill Mm -hmm. for a while. Um, A lot of us were in a painting class (gasps) and that was just going around Sevilla and painting different things. And so... We would, like, work on our paintings together and just, like, you know, go to those spots and also sit and have coffee and paint. And that was really fun. Um, and isn't there, like,
0: a drawing club? It's not a club. Is yes. the, right word, but the like Urban, urban Sketchers of Sevilla. Sketchers yeah. of
1: Sevilla. I did not join that group. I thought about it. But I was – I my art teacher had told us about it. But we had a weird – our art teacher switched, like, three times. But one of the art teachers was, like – you guys should come and join mm-hmm. and um i think i was away that weekend but yeah because i knew uh, yeah. camille did the because i knew about that because of her project mm-hmm. um, but that is so cool yeah am yeah. trying to think if we did anything else pretty unique i mean i me and two of my friends would go play futsal in the park with a bunch of locals every futsal. it's like smaller soccer ball on a like a basketball court so it's like you're playing soccer but you're like on a hard court with smaller goals and less people and was fun. it was so much fun. That's so
0: exciting.
1: Yeah, because one of them was a um is a member of the Williamsmith soccer team another girl has just played club with me before and um it was it was so much fun, and we would go usually twice a week or. Once I was what to say,
0: how did that? Eat, like my something that I'm always curious about is like, how did you find those spaces? Like, was someone was there something posted somewhere? Mm-hmm. Because like, if students listen to this, it's like I remember <laughs> being in Italy and having such a hard time trying to find those environments. Yeah. And then I'd hear about people who would have those environments. I'm like, how did you find them? Yeah,
1: I remember being like. As soon, I I'd wanted to play soccer. When mm-hmm. we were in the airport, I remember talking to the girls, and I was like, if anyone wants to play soccer, I really want to play. And, like, a bunch of girls were like, oh, my gosh, I love soccer. We need to find something. And so we're like, oh, maybe the school or the university has, um, has a team or a club or something. But we didn't know what the clubs were at the university. We weren't super integrated into kind of the university. And I don't really even know what they had for student life. So that wasn't really a feasible option. But we had a friend – who went to school in North Carolina, but was in the same API group as us? The only guy out of 20, 20 students in our API group. So it there was, was one man. guy and diversity. Uh, huh. Yeah, no, it was Jeezum. very interesting. And he was a very funny guy, um, but he was he he didn't say a lot of words, but he loved <laughs> soccer. And so we were like Trent, like you know, you must have found something. And he he was actually trying out for local teams. Like he was oh, really getting into it because he's shit. also. He's still in Sevilla right now. He's there for the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but and what school did he went
1: to? Oh, gosh. University of North Carolina? I don't think he went to UNC. He went to a school in North... Okay. No, I think South Carolina. Yeah, the he University might have gone to. University of South Carolina? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> gosh, I feel like I should know, but I, I feel like I'd ask him a couple of times. Either before. way, it doesn't Either matter. Either way, but um, he was from uh, that show where they shot Outer Banks. The Outer Banks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He
0: was uh, from like Hilton, is it is it called the Outer Banks, or yeah. is it like Hilton Head, or is Hilton Head different from the Outer Banks?
1: Ooh, no. No. Yeah, who knows? my sister
0: would literally be slapping me right now. Yeah,
1: I do not know. But he, <laughs> that was all I was trying was really thinking about was soccer, and so he was like, yeah. I mean, I found this like group of people who just like play in the park, and How we, did we were like, it? he. So- I think he's just he was on this on the prowl all the time looking for like aggressively players. on yeah. the soccer prowl and he we were finding like Trent. like can we come like can you introduce us mm. he's kind of like i mean i've kind of already created my space there but like sure <laughs> so we like came just maybe and he knew everybody they were like trent and it wasn't even uh, most of them were international people like there wasn't there's was only one other girl who i'd met who spoke english like not from our program but like there was people from Africa there. There was people from South America. There was a lot of, like, people who were there as teachers. Um, but Trent was buddy-buddy with all of them. And he doesn't speak Spanish all that well, so it's interesting. But um, soccer just pulls people together. And so we started going with him. And the, they were really high-skilled. Like, people there were really good. And so it was hard. And at one point, I really pulled my hamstring, so I had to sit out for a while. But um, it was... It was it was really fun, and it was a really good like, because some people got gym memberships, but I was like, I'm not gonna get a gym membership. Like, I'm not gonna be inside. Like, I'll go on runs, but it was the perfect like, you know, mid-range exercise. And
0: it's also like a cultural like immersion thing where you get to meet new people and stuff. Yeah, no, and
1: practice Spanish. Like, there was all these Spanish words in soccer that I learned that like, like I wouldn't have known otherwise. That's
0: so awesome. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This has been so awesome, and I've got to learn so much. (laughs) Yeah. honestly they- that wraps up this episode of the wandering student if you're looking for more information in regards to study abroad at hobart and Smith colleges look no further than at hws.edu slash hws abroad you can also connect with us on instagram at hws abroad or reach out through email at hwsabroadpa at hws.edu.